And we are rolling and you're yawning. Oh, sorry, my bad. <laughs> so this is number seven of our road clips. And we are heading back from the range. We went to the range Tuesday, Wednesday, and today. Well, hence you had recordings Tuesday, Wednesday, and then you'll have them today. So, um, we got our two dozen. They came in. They came in. We ordered them yesterday, and they showed up. Today. Yeah, like ten minutes before we got there. Yep. So th they're all being cut. Two dozen black eagle arrows. Two dozen. Oh well, I, each of us got two dozen. I got three hundred spawns. You got four hundred spawns. Yeah, forty-eight arrows. Forty-eight arrows. Yeah. Yes. And uh, we'll we'll get those back. What tomorrow? Yep. Yeah. So yep, tomorrow. He's cutting them all down today and gluing up and tipping them and everything today, and then we'll have them tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you, but you were able to shoot your black eagles today. The six that I had, yes. Yeah. So I'm going to, you know what? I'm gonna s we do the quick fletch, um, but that I'm actually gonna save for our Sunday night podcast i'm not gonna mention anything with that but there's a, i got a couple issues you i'm the one shooting them yeah i know so i'm not uh yeah we have some things that we're gonna be going over with the naps so but i'm gonna i want to keep it for sunday for our longer podcast at home preferably so you won't really hear about that issue um because that was one of them not really issues we didn't really have issues today um, but overall, what do you think of your, your black eagles? I like them. Fly super straight, and they're, they're insanely fast just because of the weight. Right, so explain the weight. The weight, oh, well, they're light. <laughs> Compared to what I'm used to, I'm used to, you know, shooting either 12 grain per inch FMJs or 10.1 grain inch axis arrows. These are 8.6 grains an inch. So they are insanely. All right, so you picked up some speed. Oh, yeah, a lot, some speed, a lot. Well, to On my FMJs, just because I still have the uh, setting tape from HHA on my kingpin. Right. My FMJs were set to 33, the, the 33 mark. What? The new Black Eagle carnivores, I had to turn it down to 20 mm. because they fly so damn fast. So it's good. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they haul ass. And, I mean, you were you were doing pretty well with them. I mean, everything was oh, yeah, yeah. grouping uh, together. Less than and a half, probably, at 20 yards easily. You know, nonstop, just trying to get a feel for them. Yeah, and this is their first time shooting them, so... Absolutely. I mean, they, they shot fantastic. Granted, they are 1,000th straightness, so they they should fly really, really true because of how straight they are. Right. But they, they definitely uh, met my uh, expectations for what That's they should good. do. And they are cheaper than our FMJs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, by Which a decent amount. Yeah. Now, were mine the same price as yours? Because they were... Yeah, yeah, they do a universal price, yeah. Okay, I didn't know if, uh, depending on which ones you use. It's no, no, mo most companies do that now. It's all, it doesn't matter what shaft it is. They they just make a unanimous price across the board for that series. 
That's easy. That's good. I mean, right. it's only if you if it's for the O ones or the O threes or that you're gonna pay a different price for. Oh, you gotta figure. I mean, like the for FMJs, if you try to get a dozen FMJs, you're gonna run. Want to say a hundred and fifty bucks, give or take, depending on where you go. Right. A lot of places charge like seventy-two dollars for half a dozen. So, you know, you're looking at around a hundred and fifty dollars. 145 to 150. So it would have been like around $600 for the four dozen. Yeah, if we would have got FMJs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, these only run about 950 an arrow. So, you know, you're, you're saving quite a bit. It, you know, you get a, a dozen for $108 instead of $150. So you, you save yourself a, a decent chunk of change. That's good. And plus, if you can get them from your local shop, it kind of helps. It, it puts the money back into your local shop. Right. To help them out. Well, a lot of shops, too, that when you buy, you know, a dozen arrows from them, they'll, they'll cut them for you. They'll glue your inserts in and everything like that, and it'll be included in the price. So. Yeah, and if you need to get them fletched, they could also take care of it yeah, at yeah, the shop. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, there's, I, I feel like there's some advantages with buying certain things over others online and then there's certain advantages of buying other things at your at your um your pro shop that you go to well especially i mean if you're gonna buy like the like brand new arrows and stuff like that just get them from the pro shop because you know they're right there plus shipping because when we got the fmjs one of them got damaged yes one of your fmjs was damaged yes and one of them was horribly bent yeah so um you know, you also risk something like that, that during shipment, that yes, they get shipped to the pro shop, but when they're being shipped around from here to there to here to there, then it, it's more likely that they're going to get damaged on the way to somewhere. Right. A lot of times, too, the manufacturer is also better at packing the stuff when they ship it to a shop. Yeah. Than it is when in compared to, you know, if you An individual. get them off eBay or off Amazon, you're not... Normally, you're not buying it from an actual business business in some cases. They're not going to have the same packaging materials. Right. Yeah, they're not, not... Like your, your FMJs were rubber band together, taped in a box, no padding, no popcorn, nothing. They were just shoved in a box and sent. Yeah, they and when we actually... we got the box, the box was mangled. Yeah, the box is actually open. I mean, good thing none fell out. Our, our, um, our postal person, mail carrier... Oh, I think actually she's the same one every time for us. Yeah, so is. yeah, the the woman who delivers all of our mail, the postman, she um, she even asked us. She's like, you know, were we missing anything and everything? Because she she said it when she got it, it was the box was open, and right. she realized there are arrows in there, so she didn't know if any fell out or if we were missing some. So. Get a positive side. All six was there, and we didn't. Okay, yes, some are missing to try and make a false claim or some crap. No. So, I mean, well, she also, her, I guess her son uh, hunts. So she already knew, because I, I told her where we got them from and the price that we got them from. And um, she, I mean, she also, I counted them right in front of her. Right. So she knows that they, we're not going to get like seven. You don't buy them in odd. You either buy half a dozen or a dozen. People don't, uh, you rarely see them sold in, in odd amounts. Oh, yeah. That's true. Do they even sell arrows singly? 
Not well, yeah, you can buy them single, yes, but it's usually like from like how the archery shop has. They have those displays, right? Where they're pre-fletched and all those. Those those you could buy singly. Yeah, I guess if you know. Well, if you keep breaking arrows, then you might as well just buy another half dozen. <laughs> Some people don't have, you know, 60, 70, 80 dollars to throw around at a shot. So it's a lot easier to throw $10 than it is to throw 80. That is very true. That is very true. So that's that. I won't shoot mine until next week. Yep. Because our, our little girl has a doctor's appointment tomorrow. So um, we won't be shooting at the range tomorrow, but we will picking be picking up the arrows and fletching them over the weekend. And then probably Tuesday, we'll be making it back to um, to go shooting. Well, they're closed Sunday, Monday, so. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, Saturday, we you know, we can go Saturdays. I personally... You know, because we do have our son with us, so we have both kids, which is which is fine. But you get into there's more people, um, it, you know, and especially with us having two kids, we take up a little bit more room, and and people are very are fine with that. Isn't this 56? Okay. Sorry, I'm talking about an exit we need to get at. And uh, the thing is, is that when there's you know a lot more people, and it starts to get kind of cramped, and it. it it's a little too much because it's indoor too, so it's um, you only have a certain amount of space. Well, plus we always shoot on the same spot. Yeah, and lane, then see it gives they us have more room to have the car seat next to us because our daughter's in the car seat hanging out. Yeah, so I'm, I'm this statement. I'm not trying to sound like a, a dick, but um, we go in there and we try to get there early. So once they open, we try to to kind of be one of the first ones in there. So we're not taking up all this room when it's in there like peak times i should say but i have a problem when you have the whole range is open and you go in there and you're the first one in there and it's just you like you're the only one and how they have their range set up is that they have the whole range and then they have um like a bench area going down the whole thing and at the very very end where they have some bow uh, some bows hung up for, I guess for teaching wise and whatnot. Yeah, NAS program. Yeah, they uh, they have a a long table back there, and it's a big open, more open area. So we kind of go all the way to the end because we're farthest away from the entrance, so people don't have to walk around us. And we have the the kids, so we set up our son at the table, and we have the car seat, and we kind of set her, you know, toward the the end, so she's not in the way of anyone. Well, you get the one person who's just, they're the only ones there, and they like to go and sit their shit up on the table and take up all this room when they don't need to be, and that pisses me off, because even if we weren't there with the kids, that's also another spot where they, they show for teaching and they use for, um, yeah, but there's not really any part. Well, even with us, I mean, we always open our bow cases on the ground. We set them to the side after we get the bow. Yeah, and then, I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of rude to, to leave your bow case on the bench, especially if you're the only ones there because it's, like, during the week and, and no one else comes but maybe, like, one other person, then that's fine. You already know that no one's going to look for a spot. But if you're there on the weekend and it's busier and you, they've, they've 
left their boat cases on the bench and like they've been kind of scattered throughout the whole thing. Right. I mean, you're, you're it's just not courteous. It's it's not being respectful of the other people around you that, you know, are trying to do the same thing that you're there to do, basically. Right. No, no, absolutely. So, uh, but... Um, I think a lot of people, too, like, the one day we, we couldn't get on the end, but it was also, that's the day they were, um, they had the nurses and everybody there. For yeah. The guy that had the back injury. Yeah. Which is understandable. You know, you, he needed more room. He's in a big, you know, electric wheelchair and whatnot. So, we set ourselves up on the benches. Our daughter was actually asleep in her car seat, so we just... Popped the car seat on the bench. But we took our bows out, and we shoved our bow cases underneath the bench. Yeah, they fit so under so there. Yeah. You know, they, they got 30 lanes. You don't, They're not going to have enough 30 spots for bow cases and stuff like that on top of the bench. But I noticed that once people saw me and you take our bow cases and just shove them under the bench, other people did it. Really? Yes. I wasn't really paying attention. Okay. <laughs> I don't really... Uh, there's some things I just kind of disregard when it comes to other people. Uh, you know, I, if you haven't figured it out by now from listening to our podcast, I don't really have a, a large attention span or or patience line for other people, which is sad to say. But I am really not. Uh, I'm a people person, but I'm not dumb people person. You know, my patience wears out thin with stupidity and uh, common sense and, and whatnot. And, you know, I really don't need to go out of my way to be a social person. I don't. We do the podcast and I like it. And we do like talking to certain individuals outside of here. We have very few friends because I don't think we need to have uh, in quantity friends. We only We only really keep the ones who are actually, you know, worth a shit. And yeah, um, yeah, that is very true, <laughs> you know, and that's why I, you know, I, I don't really throw around the, the friend word too much. Right. I really don't because I don't I don't see uh, someone that we we just know as a, a friend, whereas uh, I don't know, it's getting kind of weird. But. You know, that's the whole thing with us rather having a house, like, not in the city, not in a very crowded area, just because that's how, that's how we are. We, it, there's too many, when you get too many people together, they, the dumber things just start happening more and more and more, and it just becomes insanity, and I can't deal with it. can't. You know, I'm not, the same uh, way, so. I don't think I'm part of the top percentage of uh, um, intellectual individuals. But I'm definitely sure as hell not at the bottom. And when you get into a city area, you start mixing around those with those the bottom, and they start like tainting the the normal thinkers to down to their level, and then we're we're just really fucked. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck this is well, going. Well, that's like that conversation we had uh, in the Humbug's Discord server with the, the the guy who's a professor at a university, different country, but noticing that. Schools from high school and even colleges are kind of like dumbing down the uh, the education system. Oh, uh, that goes into a whole different topic. Because you know, people think they're entitled to right, education. Right, but that's the idea. Is that everyone? I mean, there's a whole entitled movement right now, and and for for you know, the odd thing was seeing a teacher say this is bad. 
right now, you know, you see a lot of people like, everyone should be able to do this, and everyone should be able to do that. No, some of you just fucking suck. No, I think, you know, there's actually... There's some people that are great at tests, and there's some people that are not. I think a lot more teachers think on the same level, but then once you start um, going against the school system, especially one that is your employer, and um, you have to, it's a fine line, because unfortunately, you are a teacher, and you even the really good ones who, who are there to really teach, and they right. care about the students at any level, whether it be high school or lower or um, college and higher. Uh, you know, you if you start going against them, that is your employer, you start to jeopardize your job. And not everyone can just up and quit their job because they just don't like the way that a school system in general is heading. You know, it's um it's unfortunate, but you know, not everyone can Oh yeah, yeah. can go against that. I mean you can work on trying to fix it and a lot of teachers are just trying to fix it at least in their class where not everyone is entitled to a good grade and they're they actually give a shit about what they're teaching and who they're teaching it to and what happens to them and try to make it uh, as far as uh as real life functional instead of just on a piece of paper in a book and what's supposed to happen and then you can't really functionally use any of your intelligence that you have or they say you have so it's basically in turn worthless so it, that's like a whole hmm. That's a whole nother mess that's going on. But, and, I don't know. I'm really getting into a, a different uh, topic right now. That's okay. That's our road clips are, are off topic. So, have you, since we're not on, we're done with our archery topic on this one, like you said, you know, there'll be other topics that you're going to hear in road clips that have nothing to do with archery. And this is going to be one of them, because I think a lot of people need to, to know, like, you know, Odd things that happen in the, in the country. Oh Jesus, where are you going? Um, no political. That's no, no, this is not political. This was, well, this might be considered political, but oh, I don't give a shit. Oh Jesus. Right, um, there was a story that came out of Jacksonville, where one of the city inspectors went to, I believe it's it's a motorsports company, and I think it was called Jaguar Motorsports. They sell motorcycles and Jaguar. Whatnot. Not Jaguar. Jaguar like the. Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, okay, not the Jaguar cars. No, not the car. No, no, like the, the, the football team. Okay. So whatever. They sell. It's a motorsports company. They do bikes, and I think they do like you know actual like cruiser bikes. I'm, I motocross. Don't, I don't know if it's motocross. I just seen like Harley no. style bikes sitting. Okay. There. So she went in there, and the inspector wrote them warnings or fines about their flags that were on the roof. Okay. What kind of flags did they have? They had American flags, and they had a flag for each district of the district, each different segment of our military. Oh, so uh, Marines, Navy. Marine, Navy, okay. Air Force. Okay. And Army. Okay. Well, she wrote them a warning that the flags are not, you know, they have to take the flags down. For reasoning of what? I have no idea. Oh, I uh, thought you would have known a like little a, bit more about what you're talking No, no, it about. was something like, you know, about a city statute, you know. I guess you're not supposed to fly anything but an American flag or something like that. Propaganda. Or you're not allowed to fly a military flag if you're not a well, military Well, we still location. fly the POW flag. Right. But, so she goes to write them, you know, all their, their warnings and whatever, yes. And in the store was a military veteran. Okay. 
who asked her, you know, why is the problem and, you know, why is she writing these fines? You know, he, you know, it's a good thing. He was, you know, like, you know, like I said, a veteran, whatever. And, uh, she actually got in his face and told him, you know, I don't care that you're a veteran. You did nothing for this country. Oh, that's nice. She must be. And they actually released a surveillance video of her, like, in his face about it. And, uh. You know, and I got you know, it, it got all on the news and everything, and everyone was upset, which is cool. Everyone should be upset. I mean, you know, business should be able to fly military flags to support the troops. It's not a derogatory, shit. right? Or propaganda. Well, or slogan. apparently she's in some deep shit because Good. Jacksonville's mayor got involved and has straight up made it known like this is being investigated and tear the fucking fines up. No business will now is authorized to get a citation for having military flags and showing their support for the troops anymore. Park right here. So, you know, but I just think it was a wild story that someone got, I mean, you know, I know you understand you're doing your job, but giving out fines for military flags because a business is trying to show support for military, it's pathetic. It's all U.S., so, I, you know, I'm going to look up the story and get some more actual, like, facts on it right so oh, i'm all i'm all tangled okay so all right we got to cut it off yep. and um you'll hear more from us on our normal podcast which we're going to be doing on um sunday hopefully we can get everything straightened out and we're going to have doug on hopefully he got his shit together and um oh wow that's... if not doug get your shit together man that that turns out there's gonna be a lot more than i thought uh we're going to be talking about, oh man, this might be a really long podcast. Hmm. Talk about. I got a, I got a whole list of stuff. All right. All right. Well, um. Yeah, I don't even know what's going on with our podcast. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I, I've been the one kind of heading up the, uh. I know. You've been doing the topics, yes. It. Yeah. I, I take care of all the electrical stuff. The tech stuff. If it has buttons and it gets plugged in, then I don't touch it. Yep. All right. Uh, until next time.